three episodes in two days. Okay. I think we'll get on to it because we have another special guest in here. As we already know that Austin was on the previous episode. Good to have him back. That was sweet. He uh, He's floating around here. He might come up and join us when he gets back home, but we'll see. I don't really plan on it, but... Uh, we are bringing in a new guest, and I am looking forward to introducing to him to all of you. He is a big fan of the podcast since day one, basically. Um, Nick, hello. Hello. How are, how's it going, everybody? Good. We are good over here. So uh, we're going to go ahead and dive into the Super Bowl, kind of learn a little bit about you, other events and things that you've been to, all that other good shit. So um, without further ado, do you want to kick us off? You want to give us a let's rally or you want me to do it? I'll go ahead. Keep it keep it simple. Go ahead. Let's rally, baby. That was pretty crispy, actually. I like that one. <laughs> the greatest sound in the world. Right Absolutely. There. Happy hump day, because that's what it is today. Happy Wednesday. Drinking my new long drink that we got. I'm so glad I found those peach ones, dude. These peaches are amazing. What do you think of it? Oh, it's amazing. I've never had the long drink before, but this peach, I mean, I'm a big peach fan, so this is really good. Hell yeah. Good shit. Okay, so as we already said in the intro, uh, you've listened to all of them. And a uh, big fan of the show. So quick question for you. Let me let me hear a couple things about you. Like how wh- how old are you? I'll be uh, 27 in May. Okay. And what do you do? What do you do for work? I'm a journeyman tile setter. Been in the business now for about nine years. Uh, all sorts of work. Commercial buildings mainly. Nice. Nice. So, Keeping yeah. busy. Well, always busy. You were telling me that you're uh, doing a bunch of airport stuff and everything else right now too, right? Yeah. Current job sites, the airport. Uh, the other one I've been on recently is the new Ford Hub building in Dearborn. Uh, a couple of big ones back in the day was I actually tiled uh, Little Caesars Arena, so that was pretty cool. Damn, you're important. Yeah, very. Hell yeah, let's go. I like that. That's what I'm talking about. Good shit. Good shit. So, um, I guess now, learning more about your sports outlook as well. Give me your four major sports favorite teams. Are they all Detroit? Are they different? Or what do you got? Or even backup teams? Because everybody's got one or two. We all know yeah. that. So big, what do you got? Big Detroit fan, obviously. There you go. Um, Pretty much from the Pistons, the Red Wings, you know, stuff like that. Tigers. Football is the only one I really have a different love for a different team. And it's the Baltimore Ravens. And it's because oh, of the You're a Ravens time, guy. You know, big Ed Reed fan. Always thought I could play safety when I was younger. Hell yeah. Bigger dude. Ball so, hawk. You know. Ray Lewis kind of style, big linebacker guy. So of course, love to see it. I love the man himself. You know, I'm all. I've always been a huge defense fan. That's why I love me some Chicago Bears at the time when it was actually good, and Buffalo. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what basically got me to love those two teams as the defenses. Yeah, at the time, but now everybody's trying to go offense game. So I get that. I get that. Ed Reed's a, Ed Reed was a monster, dude. Oh, so fun to watch. Ray Lewis, he was a killer. Hell yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, that kind of killer too. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> no, but uh absolutely. I love that team, especially the 2000s team. I think it was that team was a that was monsters, dude. Trent Dilfer could oh. carry it all day. Oh, yeah. All day. <laughs> yeah, no, I I like it. I like it. So Lions at all? Little bit of Homer in you for that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Lions first all day. Hey, you there we are. Tough times. And, yeah. So, you know. how about this year for them? What did you think about the run? It was uh, more than I was expecting. Really, I didn't think we'd make it that far. I was hoping you know one win in the playoffs, but you know, is that how far you think it was going to be a one one and done in the playoffs yeah. type of deal? I get that because I was on that same train. I I didn't. I mean, I was talking to Austin yesterday on his last episode that I think they were handed the championship round almost on a silver platter because the Buccaneers are stumbled into winning. So are winning that division, but regardless, I still think they deserve to be there the way that they did also beat both of those teams, the Rams and the Bucks. So it was a hell of a run. Yeah. They dominated a lot of those games. Yeah. Oh, for sure. To the playoffs and even in the playoffs played flawless quarters. So everything, you know, right. I mean, you go up 17 0 on the Niners, you're doing something right. Clearly ended up doing a little something wrong, but nobody really expected to go to Super Bowl. I mean, let's no. be real here. <laughs> no, not at all. So um, you were actually telling me the other day, because I was asking you a couple questions and events that you've been at and so on like that. You said you were at a couple of um, memorable Lions games. Is that right? Yeah. Like none SOL Lions games or good Lions games? None that happened to be in our favor. Oh, winning, okay. You know what, I mean? well, what games were you at? So the uh, last memorable one I was at was uh, Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary. I'm sure Rodgers the Rodgers Hail Mary. I'm sure all of us Lions fans remember that Monday night game yeah. where Rodgers threw that. Uh, oh Jesus! Heartbreaking touchdown. Stadium goes pin drop quiet. Wasn't that the one with the holding call before that? Yeah, the non the not the egg or face mask. Yes. Oh my fans God. Close. The phantom face mask. That's what yep. they called it. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You were at that game though. Yeah. Man, and oh, I'm sure that energy was, in, was absolutely nuts for a minute. Huh? I was sitting in zone side where the uh, helmet was caught too. So no, or, right what? there, you saw it all right in front of you. Yep. <laughs> Man, that is not the type. Uh, it's the type of good story to have, but it's not the one that you want to have. Right. Oh man, that's wild. So what? So uh, who who were you with? I was with my brother, his fiance, and then we actually took my sister at the time. So we all went. Had nice. A family, uh, family day at the Lions game on hope, Monday night. Hope for a good win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that 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 is still one of the uh, classic Rogers moments. Yep. Hate that fucking guy. Yeah. Can't Absolutely hate him. him. And then he comes over to AFC East to mess with my Buffalo Bills too. <laughs> Fuck him. I mean, we already know he owns Chicago. Oh yeah. Do like. you ever hear about? Him. <laughs> So, uh, so okay, so you got you were at the game for the Rodgers to Rodgers Hail Mary. You were what was the other one? Was there one or two more? Well, I was there was two of them. So okay, I was yeah. At the game where Calvin broke the record for receiving yards. Oh no way! That was against the Bengals, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, Jerry Rice was in the building too. Yep, I remember that. I was there for that, and I was also there for when Justin Tucker kicked that sixty-four yard field goal to beat us. You were there for the Tucker game. I was there. Yeah, for a lot of these oh my historical God. games that we just had. Do we need to give to you win. like a mental evaluation? Because that's sad. I God, stopped going because I was like, man, if I go, we you think it's you? <laughs> Trust crazy me, crazy happens. I it's not going. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Damn, that's a lot of heartbreak. Oh, yeah. Too much in one building for me. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, your total SOL bullshit throwbacks. Hopefully, that's all behind us now. Oh, I hope so. We're looking I, good. I'm excited for the next couple of years. Me too. Um, Speaking of the couple of years coming up and the drafts and all that good stuff, are you going downtown for the draft? Because I'm considering doing that because it is in Detroit this year. Yeah, I've thought about it. I'm sure I say no now, but I'm sure I'll make my way there. Because I know it's on well. Thursdays. Right. And you and I bowl on Thursdays, so that's what, it's what it is. But, yeah. I mean, that's the first round. Then the second's on Friday. Right. Third, fourth, or on Saturday. I wouldn't mind going for the second round. First round, I know that's going to be a packed. Pick, but it's going to be packed. It's yeah. going to be nuts. That's, I mean, me, me being one of the Chicago fans like that, even though I still think they are going to end up trading out of that first overall pick, they don't need it. Unless they really are, really, really are giving up on fields. If they're giving up on them, then if you're not taking Caleb, what are you doing, right? Right. I think it's a mistake if they get rid of Fields, but I kind of do too. But I also was looking on, uh, I think it was a FanDuel Instagram account that it said the odds for Justin Fields' next team. Again, this is all smokescreen session in, in this type of time right now because nothing is true. Every, it's all just nonsense. So you don't really believe anything you hear. But the Steelers are minus 125 to get Fields. Yeah. I've seen a lot of edits on Instagram, too, with him yeah, in the Steelers jersey. exactly. And uh, the second team with plus 250 is the Bears. So it's he's he's not even a favorite to stay with the team. Right. I mean, that's crazy. I, I know they don't like Kenny Pickett that much over there. He's okay. I mean, not that great. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I mean, middle of the pack, in my opinion. Yeah, I actually, I me personally, I'd go under that because, I mean, as I always fucking say, here we go again, I guess. You got the, the Jared Goffs, Kirk Cousins, Tan Hills of the world and all them as the average. And then you got Pickett and so on below. Right, Howell and all those. It, you got it. Yes, exactly. So that's why I'm, I'm not surprised that they're looking for another quarterback. I'm just surprised that it's Fields. I don't know where they're – I can't remember where they're drafting this year, but it ain't that high or it ain't that low. No. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm excited. It should be a good offseason. Hopefully it makes some good splashes everywhere, especially with Detroit on that defensive side. I sure hope so. Because I know they let, they, um, let go of Tracy Walker the other day. Yeah. But like we were talking about the other day, you got so many safeties now. Oh, truthfully. young safeties that need a lot of reps. Melifonwu, so. you got Branch, you got all that. I mean, you, you can't. Yeah, he served his purpose, gave his veteran presence. Now it's time for the young bucks to keep striding. I agree. I absolutely agree. So um, quick thing, because I wanted your opinion on the Super Bowl itself, this past one here. And... Uh, what did you think of the game itself? Uh, it was real boring in the first half. Really interesting in the second half. Yeah. Um, you know, big factor, you know, like I said earlier in the pod, the big linebacker guy. I think Drake Greenlaw going out for San Fran really sold him that game. Right. I think uh, without him and the other linebacker in the middle, them two are just so Fred Warner together. Yeah, Fred so Warner's dominant a beast. together. And you could see the emotion on Fred Warner when – Oh, dude, I felt bad out. for the fucking guy. Yeah. I mean, goddamn. Crazy injury like that in the biggest game. What a fluke, the, the by the way. The thing you try to get to every year, the one goal of the whole season is the, the Super Bowl. Of your game. life right? at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's that's the reason why you even start playing football, right? Yeah. To get to that biggest stage, win that trophy, get that ring, so on, yep. that legacy, and then Achilles. Yep. Damn. What a heartbreaker, dude. What a heartbreaker. It was terrible. So I to, I asked uh, a couple other people as well. I wanted your opinion on the, uh, this. If okay, so 
clearly always, it seems that if the winning Super Bowl team, the MVP is always on that team. Right. Right. And typically it's quarterbacks. We all know that. But sometimes, but there has been at least, I think there was two different times. It was on the other team. The losing team had the MVP. If you had to pick an MVP that wasn't Patrick Mahomes for this game, would you have picked winner, loser, whatever? I mean, just the one guy that set out all game, even in the beginning of the quarters to the end with CMC. I mean, he's just McCaffrey for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. He just dominates everything. And he played. I mean, five quarters worth of football, and he mm-hmm. never looked like he missed a beat. It really didn't. He was in all the time, except when uh, the second stringer came in and had a couple yeah. big big runs, I guess. But if you want to say like seven, eight, nine, ten yeah, yards. Yeah, was like eight yards. Yeah, a couple splashes, but that was Two it. carries all but, game. Yeah, next he... next next man up is uh, not a thing for that guy. Right. That, no. no way. So I get that. But overall, decent game. I mean, I, I was exciting. I'm like big defensive guy, so I love seeing the stops and all yeah. the fumbles and turnovers and stuff like that. So absolutely, I'm totally in sync with that. Um, what do you think of the new overtime rules? Uh, I thought they were cool. I'm surprised San Fran didn't know the rule. Um, <laughs> oh, you would man. assume. How do you do that? Right. You would assume you going up? leading into these things, you prep for everything. You have two weeks almost. Yeah. So. You would assume you are more prepared for right. almost everything. You would you would hope so. Because that's what bugs the shit out of me is when you have these coaches, you're getting paid millions of dollars. Say, hey, this is the new overtime rules, guys. Make do you understand it? No. Well, here's what you gotta do. Multiple, that's all it fucking takes. Multiple coaches on the on field. The, yeah. Not one can notice that, oh, the rules have changed. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? How do you mess? It's almost like, remember when Jameson Williams with the gambling shit? Right. What are you doing? Yeah. Somebody tell this guy. I everybody, mean, he might have known anyway, but. Right. But if he didn't. Then they claim I mean, they don't. Everybody knows. Come on. It's been out there. That's why I almost wonder if that was an excuse. Players saying that. Right. Maybe because they didn't like it. But if you didn't like it, guess what? The way that game ended was basically a normal overtime game. If you really think about it. Yeah. Because they got three points. And then they got scored on, which is the end of the game no matter what. Right. Yeah. Because they already beat your score. So yeah. it might as well be the same thing, so right? I'm saying, oh, we didn't know the rule. It doesn't matter. You guys didn't score. Just so so get a stop or a score. Goal. Yeah. Do something different. Yeah. I think it's mainly because they said that they would have received the ball or uh, kicked whatever the opposite. Right. Of what they did. How about you just get a stop or score? <laughs> I yeah, mean, that, but trusting that a little easier is amazing. <laughs> it's nuts. But yeah, so that's basically all I have on that. Uh, but for the MVP thing, I agree with you, McCaffrey. If it went the other way, I mean, 160 to all purpose off of eight catches, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, he just dominated all game. Every year, always. Yeah. If he's healthy, dude, it's I still insane to think that some people like to say, like, Saquon still could be the number one back or Derrick Henry, all that shit. I've heard that recently. I'm like, how do you not put CMC there, dude? Yeah, just watching CMC play over those guys. And it's the, no contest. The way he plays is it's absolutely no contest. Incredible. It's literally like like uh, Maurice Jones drew bowling ball type style at the same time as Lev Bell patience. How do you get that? Right. That doesn't make stuff any. That shouldn't teach. happen. You can't yeah. teach that. Stuff, you can't you know? teach it. Absolutely right. Absolutely. Um, okay, moving on. So I know that you, um, didn't watch too much of the NBA all-star game. 
But I wanted to ask you, because I asked everybody else so far, too. Do you think they should try and change it to mean something, at least? Like MLB, All-Star, uh, Home Field Advantage World Series. Um, NFL, nobody gives a shit anyway about any of that, so who cares? NHL, at least it's interesting to me. But NBA All-Star Game, like, what do you do? You think what do you think they could do to make people give a shit, or do you like it the way it is? I think there always should be like something to play for. Without it, I mean, they're just. It looks like you're just playing a backup, a pickup basketball game in the backyard. It does, you doesn't know, it? There should be no reason to even be on a court at that time. All you're doing at that point is injuries, risking an injury, even though right. they're playing so soft, and that's their thing of, well, I'm not going to get hurt. I'm playing really soft, right? But I mean, flukes happen. I mean, we just mm-hmm. witness that. Greenlaw. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Anything can happen from going to just shoot a bucket, landing on your ankle wrong, and right. you're out for the next six weeks for a meaningless game mm-hmm. just to be an all-star. Like, do you think they should, like, throw – to make it worth it, though, at this point? Because and to make the risk of injury worth it, I guess, is the way that I want to say that. Do you think they should put, like, different incentives, like money or defensive stops for that, for cash or, like, any – because it's hard to make it so the um, uh, NBA Finals have home court. Because like I was telling him, I mean, if you have your one versus eight, you have the one seed. You kind of deserve that right. to get home court, you know? Yeah, I think incentives would work. Different, you know, player gets 10 rebounds, they get an extra 50000 or something like that. Something yeah. just Nothing too crazy, but yeah. it's still there. I mean, hell, you could even have, like, uh, advertisement for it. Like, you know, Starry is all over the fucking NBA, the right. pop. So, like, uh, I think what you could do is have, like, a starry uh, incentive for rebound. So, like, if so, like, how's this? If Giannis got 10 boards, it'll pop up. You know how it'll be, like, this is a triple-double or whatever, and got, like, the graphics and shit? <clears throat> you could say starry double-doubles. Right. There's your incentive right there. So, not only are you getting money, the TV ads... The NBA, everybody's happy because you're getting more uh, exposure to ads. Everybody hates ads, but, you know, they're not we're going away anyway. Right. So I think that's what you could do. Players are starting to ask about money anyway, so might as well make an incentive. To that's what I'm saying. Money. Exactly. So exactly. For everybody. You're absolutely right. Um. Okay. So you told me as well that you are beginning to get into fantasy baseball is that true yes slowly trying to get my way back into baseball so i coached a team 18u team and never really cared about you know fantasy baseball or mlb and then now i'm like okay now i don't coach baseball so now i need to do something in the summer without football yeah i get that it's time to learn how to get back into knowing a lot of the different players and stuff like that yeah for sure for sure it'll be interesting i mean you still got all your top guys you know your uh juan zotos um, Shohei's judge, all them. I mean, a lot of the times what people like to do, especially with different fantasy leagues of the categories, meaning that instead of just total points, like for example, um, the easiest way to do it, you could do NBA fantasy, for example. Right. Have you ever heard of category leagues? Yes. So that's why I like it because you could do, if it was like 1.5 points for rebounds, two for assists, two for regular points, so on. It's not usually how that works or scoring, but you get the point. Right. It could be up to like 175 points or whatever for it, it or it could go for the week. Usually it's for the week, not just uh, one days, you know, but uh, the reason why I like categories is because it's literally just you could stack the shit out of your team. Like I, I'll go get Jokic, Giannis, Rudy Gobert, 
shit like that. I won the boards by a mile, the rebounds, probably blocks shit too. So that's why I like a lot of the fantasy baseball things, for, especially for categories like that. Yeah, you got to look into somebody that's got steals, somebody that runs, a power hitter, guys for average. There's a lot of different aspects of you know, a baseball. Yeah, for scoring and, and anything. For scoring like that. Yeah, and exactly. Everything. For points and so on. That's why I, I prefer the categories in almost any league except for fantasy football. Obviously, fantasy football, you can't really do categories. Yeah, so. that'd be a little tough. Be very tough. I mean, that wouldn't even make any sense to me. So <laughs> there's not enough games in between. So that's why you got to stick it that way. I don't even know if they offer categories for that, actually. Oh, I believe it's just said ahead. Which it should be. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to be starting to get into that as well. Uh, I know that the boys wanted to do like a uh, half league fantasy hockey. I, I like me some hockey, but I'm more of a just an NHL fan, right? Not an in depth NHL fan. Like I, I'm, I'll go with the Wings. Like I'll watch the, the Wings. Like you know, with Rasmussen getting his contract extension. Uh, with obviously that big blockbuster trade with DeBrinket was a thing for a long time, which really paid off. I, but. And I, I mean, I can tell you more in depth about them specifically as a team, but league wide, it's a little obviously not that easy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because there's so much turnover in that, just like there's so much turnover in baseball. So that's actually why I like to bring in uh, Austin a lot. He loves his baseball, and that's like his thing. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. sure. So, like, my, our, our friend Brian, which, Brian, I'm still waiting for you to get your ass on here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hockey, baseball, dude, those are his things. It's it's nuts. He'll go way into depth. He's a huge Oilers fan, too. So That's, that's crazy you say that. I think the Oilers have a chance to win the Cup this year. Oh, hell yeah, dude. They're one of the hottest teams in hockey right now. They're, you know, it's it's a team full of studs and depth players that are good. You know, they're not flashy top names, but and in their own respective way, they actually are, you know. That's exactly right. So that's I'm, I'm just kind of... I'm intrigued about that. I mean, they were making a hell of a run. I haven't seen what they've done in the last few. Well, actually, last 10, they're 7-3-0. and Yeah, I know. I think they're sitting third just based on. Yes, they are. Just barely watching and knowing. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, right now in the Pacific, you got uh, the Canucks still at 80 points, which are still 13 above Edmonton. Wow. I mean, they got a chance for the wild card right now, but they need to keep that shit going. Yeah. The only thing they really have going for them is because of the Knights and the Canucks in the last 10 are both 5-4-1. and one. So they're basically 500, give or take. But you got them running out right there. You got a, what do they got? A two-winner streak right now? We'll see what happens. But speaking of other streaks and whatnot, the Wings are still trying to make a name, man. They're trying to make another playoff push. What is it? First time in like, shit, 10 years? Yeah, coming up on 10, I believe. It's something like that. It's been, a, it's been too fucking long. This Eiserman project has been very lengthy. Yes, to say the least. So I know a lot of fans were getting a little impatient, but it's it's so funny because the loyalty to Stevie is insane for a lot of these people. Oh, yeah. It gives them an extra couple of years. When uh-huh. Most coaches or GMs would not. They would have been a couple of years. Oh, yeah. If it was anybody else, they, they would have been gone within like three years ago. Oh, dude. 100%. Uh, yeah. No playoffs or like, all right, but it's Stevie. We got to keep. Well, our we got to do our captain here. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, <laughs> I get the loyalty, but. It's a GM. Do your job, which clearly he did do his job at Tampa. Right. They won the cup, went off, and then he ended up leaving, obviously, to come here. Just basically rebuild and see if he could do it again. Um, and this young core, it seems like it's starting to really pull together. They need a lot better defense, though. Yes. It, th- that defense is just not good. 
I was looking at their uh, point differentials. I think, oh, what the hell was it? Out of the three lines, out of the six defensive defensemen, I think four of them were minus seven or worse, wow. and they're plus minus. One of I can't remember who it was. I I I can't, I just forgot the name to be honest who it was, but he was minus twenty or like minus uh, seventeen. Wow, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> that's not shouldn't good. even be out there anymore. No. I mean, obviously, you got Mata and all them doing pretty good, but it, we'll see. I they need to continue. I think they need something else, but obviously, it, it seems like to be like a very common thing with Detroit sports. They need defense. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> all of them. We'll see what happens. I, I'm excited though. I'm. I feel like the vibe of the city is finally starting to come around. Yeah, with the Lions making that run, it's kind of making like Tigers and Wings and all the other Detroit get off their ass. Kind of, it's either now or. We're in trouble. Yeah. Because the Lions just if did that. The now Lions our, are doing it. Yes. All of Detroit sports are we're like, oh, we're, we're, we're here. We're back, you know, and exactly. So these other teams need to follow up with they, some greatness, you know. Tigers should very well be one of at least when that I think they, I mean, they should they should win that division. I'm, oh, the doggies are going crazy downstairs. <laughs> We're going to need some doggy daycare in a little bit. These crazy asses. <laughs> Clearly somebody did because these guys are going absolutely berserk downstairs. We need a new office, Rob, when you come back here. This is crazy as hell. <laughs> anyway, as what we were trying to continue to say, Detroit Sports seems like they're making a comeback. I'm excited for it. We're all excited for it. But one team that we really haven't gotten into are the Pistons, for sure, but fuck them. Because trash, 8 and 49, or 8 and 59, I think. So we'll move on from them. We don't even care about them today. But the Tigers, new core, new people, farm system working pretty well, bringing up Colt Keith, amongst other names, young, all of them. So, what is your opinion on Tigers coming up this year? What do you got? Oh, I'm super excited with, uh, with Keith. You know, I know he's a natural third baseman, but they're starting to get him a lot of looks at second. Um, probably a big change for a young man like that, but I mean, he's very promising, very promising core in Detroit with Torque and Riley, O'Reilly Green and all those guys. Um, hopefully they can bring the youth together as one. As know. long as they understand that it's possible that they can actually win games. Right. I think they're in a good place. Yes. Because a lot of times, I mean, how many, which is fair to say this, but how many times do you hear people, oh, they're young, they got a lot to learn, that they're not going to win anything yet? Right. That doesn't really mean much. No. Because not. you could still win. There's been so many young teams that have won Super Bowls. I mean, that first Chiefs team, they were all young, dude. Oh, yeah. A young team like that can really strive to be closer because they're all in the same age or the same, you know. That's true. Especially the, the chemistry and yeah, all that. The chemistry is, could be out, out of the, the world, you know. I agree with you. I do. I do. Were you one of the people in the beginning that were worried about Torque with the hitting? No. Yeah, always thought he was going to be okay. Or I just knew they were putting a lot of pressure on the the kid. You know, I mean, he was first overall, right? But I mean, in baseball, three for ten is Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's batting three thirty three. I mean, that's pretty good. Right. What else do you want from like? You know, he's playing good defense. He's hitting. People were so worried because coming out of college, they were supposed to be more power. Right. Hitter. And he doesn't hit in shit for power. Tiger Stadium's a tough ballpark to hit. That's the thing, though. Everyone forgets that. You they know? do easily. 
And I mean, it is not a friendly ballpark. No. Maybe now this year because they brought it in, what, a couple feet? Yeah. That's still, I mean, but still, Tiger Stadium. It's still deep park. Everybody knows that stadium's tough. The football is out of the park. And the only reason why Aaron Judge was doing what Aaron Judge was doing because, well, the only, re- sorry, the only reason why he was doing what he was doing is because that Yankee Stadium's a freaking child ballpark. Yeah, Yankee. No shit. Very small. So that's why I agreed with you. I was a little worried. I can't lie to you. I was a little bit worried because I the production wasn't that great by any means, especially for a top pick like that. Right now, I know things take time, especially baseball doing that you know transition but i was like okay come on it's been like what three years now yeah that's how everyone's looking at casey mize now too yes he's another one not doing well out of over like 200 innings pitch or something like that dude's hurt too yeah hurt. all the time injured yeah you got him scooble all they're all hurt so that's they were right that's why i'm i'm excited to see what happens now because like i was saying everybody's healthy Yes. I believe it. Is anybody? I think everybody's healthy right I think now. Everybody's healthy. And I mean, veteran presence, you're looking at what Javi, we got Mark Canna, and uh, pitcher Kenta Maeda. 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 Yep. Top. Exactly. You know, older guys that been in the league a long time can show veteran presence, help the young kids strive. Absolutely. And, yeah, it makes everything just exciting. You know? The only one that's really on the injury report still technically is Riley Green after, uh, was it Tommy John? Not Tommy John. He had something going. I can't remember what the surgery was. But um, but other than that, no real big names are on this injury report still. So they're all coming back, which is really exciting. Are you going to go to opening day? I've thought about it. I usually just work. Have you been to opening day before? Uh, a couple of years ago, Austin, me, and a couple of buddies of mine, we all went down there. Oh, was it two years ago now? I think it was still COVID land. So, like, probably 2021. So, a couple of years ago now. And honestly, I don't remember who they were, who we were watching, who they were, who was here. Kansas City, more than likely, though. Right. It's always fucking Kansas City. So, or the Sox. But it, it was so fucking cold, as you already know. We were, uh, remember the old Pepsi porch? Yep. We were over there and that was the only place we can get beer because it was so dead. Right. Because of COVID, because of how freezing it was at the same time, everything. So we, we got our draft beers, got, we're hanging out, you know, whatever. Ice starts hitting me in the head and him in the head. I'm like, what the, you know, then you look up, but you're kind of scared to look up in case of something else is coming down. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that we were standing underneath the lights. And the in these giant ass icicles were flying down, just like spear and shit. Wow. So of course I, you know me, I hold my beer out, get it colder than hell with more ice because it's falling <laughs> in there. Heck yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were actually supposed to go in 2020 that year before it all hit. We were supposed to go to Chicago to White Sox for opening day. We were gonna go there. For the actual opening day, uh, yeah, not yeah. the home opener, not you know? the home opener, but the actual start of baseball. Yeah, we were gonna go there. We we're gonna make a whole trip out of it, the whole deal. But obviously, that shit all, got all fucked up because of uh, COVID. So, right. but yeah, sad, sad pandas, sad stories, the whole deal. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go to a couple more games this year. Yeah, something about just I love being it. on a ballpark on a nice sun. Sunday, oh, absolutely. Day. Yeah, not a doubt. Um, we were actually at Mickey's last game last year. Right. The farewell. 
that was a great game, dude. It was so it was literally just meant to be. Right. He played well again too, so he did. And the fact that when he had his last at bat, it was so dumb. They were not even pitching to him. It was driving us nuts. Just right. throw the guy a damn meatball or something. Yep. Let him let him hit something. If they if he gets grounds out, flies out, whatever. But give him a chance. I mean, I know you're not supposed to do that because it is professional sports, right. but <laughs> and whatever. But after that last at bat, when um he walked out on that field. Because obviously he was DHing only. Yeah. Then he took Torque's spot. Goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps again right now. Just that whole vibe. It was, you know, like bad example, bad like transition. But you know, like when uh, Tucker hit that field goal, you couldn't hear anything. Yep. Or Rogers or whatever. Nothing. Yes. It was so dead, weirdly quiet for like how like ten seconds, if that. And then I think everybody realized what was going on. And it just went nuts. Right. It was absolutely insane. And not to mention the fact, how about this for your per, uh, picture perfect last play? The grounder goes right to, to the guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. One at one batter, one ground ball, beats the runner out, and gets pulled. Yeah. How crazy is that? I mean, that's, that's, that's like fate, right? Oh, yeah. Sports are crazy when stuff like that happens. That's why, that is why I just love sports in general. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but... Pass the torch. Torque's time now. Yes. Uh, new core, like we said. I'm, I mean, I know I continue to say it, but I'm excited, dude. This whole Detroit revamp, I guess, is it's it's here. Yeah, it's got everybody excited. I just hope the Tigers and they can continue. Wings make exactly. a push. Exactly. Keep the vibes high. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I we not really we're not really going to expect anything out of the Pistons for a long time. Right. But when you have three of your major four sport teams in one city doing well, well being, you know, for what it was, but you're we're doing something right. Right. Starting to make the turnaround with the young cores. I mean, cities like Boston, New York, you know, they've, they've had this shit forever. Yes. This is nuts. We're ready. Damn straight. <laughs> so, Okay. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up on the show? No, I mean, not really. Not really? March Madness is around the corner, so I'm it is. Have to get myself back on an episode to talk about some college basketball. <laughs> Damn so. right. Doggy day clear back at it. <laughs> Were you in the one, the, uh, the bracket challenge from us last year? Were I you in that? So. Good. So we will be doing that again, which I did kind of give a little sneak on that from the last episode. Uh, we're definitely doing that again. I believe we did uh, $50 to the winner and so on. I But this year, we're going to probably run that back. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do a whole new gra- uh, group challenge again. Perfect. Um, I think uh, I know you usually wear it anyway, but we're probably going to give away another, away another uh, wristband. Okay. Remember the the light teal blue ones that we got? Yep. Hell yeah. So I'll probably be either for uh, second place or so on. Something fun. You know, why not? Uh, still actually working on getting the more merch out. Because oh, yeah. perch points hoodie would be hype. That's what I mean. I mean, you see me wear mine. Oh yeah, I love that thing. It is awesome. So, if anybody out there actually does want something like that, go ahead and message me on Facebook at Perch Points Podcast or Instagram where we follow us, and uh, we can see what we can do for you. Probably take a little bit, but uh, we'll try and make it happen. We'll try and get you guys one. So, okay. Um. Well, Nick, thank you for being on with us today. I do appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Well, we'll definitely have to give you back on here when Rob's here too. Of course, it's always a good time. Uh, what 
because at that point we can do more like top 10 challenges, other stuff like that. It's a little, little bit easier with a third person on there deciding to man the game show, if you want to say. Right. So, but yeah, we'll figure all that good stuff out. Um, all right. So make sure, like I said, follow us at Perch Points Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, wherever the hell you want to find us, because we are there. And uh, tell your friends about us. Anything else? Um, any other goodbyes for you? Nope. Nothing. Good enough for me. All right, guys. We will see you guys next time. Take care.